You are listening to episode number 421 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I have a fun new toy. What? Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) So when uh, our our dear friend of the show, Shane, and his amazing wife, Kimberly, were out a couple weeks ago, she and I were talking about cocktails and what we like to drink and stuff, and turns out she's a vodka girl similar to myself. Um, and she said, oh, yeah, I have a soda stream. I, I don't buy tonic or any of that bubbly water. I just make my own. And I was like, really? And she said, yeah, it's the best thing. You just, you know, pop in a cartridge, you got bubbly water. It's better than flat water and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, huh, I have to give that a try. So I ordered one this week and got it in the mail. And she is right. It is a fantastic way <laughs> to have the perfect inexpensive mixers with your cocktails. Oh, no shit. Yeah. You just pop, huh, pop right. in the pop in the thing. Get yourself some bubbly water. Add flavor in if you want. If you don't, whichever. I'm still working through the flavors. Um, I just okay. tossed the. Uh, I got like this little sampler pack. I just tossed the cherry flavor. That ain't going anywhere. Um, but the the lime so far is my favorite. The grapefruit's good. The mango's good. And I think I have black cherry or no blackberry and um, strawberry left to try. So. And are you mixing then? Are you using it for any sort of uh, vodka vodka? Tonic type yeah. Cocktails? So basically, because I, I know your your wife is a uh, introduced me, and I appreciate that very much to mixing like vodka and Lacroix. It's, yeah, it's basically like that. Only okay, you don't have to pay the however much it is for the case of Lacroix. You just get water out of your tap and make your own bubbles. Huh? It's yeah. Not that expensive either. Please don't ever tell her about that. <laughs> no, you should. It would save you money, Tony. Oh, mm. and, and be a compliment to your cocktails. Yes, because then you'd oh. have bubbly water whenever you needed it for something. Did. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's See? true. There are there have been many many times uh, when someone's wanted perhaps like say a gin and tonic, and I have been unable to accommodate right because there I did not have bubbly water. Yes, so I'm just saying it was worth it. So thank you, Miss Kimberly, for that recommendation. Yeah. So somebody watched Casino. Yes. yes. Oh, right. I forgot about that. What are your thoughts I've on already blocked care? it out of my mind. No. Um, so here's the thing. The part of the story where they're talking about how the casinos run, how the mob was involved, giving you all that behind the scenes stuff was awesome. Loved it. So from that aspect and, and what they were trying to do and how they were um, trying to game the system because Ace didn't have his license and all of that. Love it. But then they go and ruin the whole fucking story by these two asshole characters. And I get, I get that it's based on a true story, right? So you got to have the asshole characters because they were there in real life. But watching them just destroy what Ace, apparently a decent guy, although I have a thought on him in a second, mm. is, is trying to do... And Ace putting up with it is just fucking painful. I mean, they're they're just they're two complete narcissistic, self-centered assholes, and I don't enjoy watching that. <laughs> now, during most of it, I or at least when it was starting, I was really feeling bad for Ace because I'm like, these people are just ruining your life. Like they're fucking everything up that you're trying to do. You're trying to go legit and do all this, and then I realize, no, Ace Ace is a fucking moron too because. This guy who was so lucky, you know, always won, always bet to win, asked this woman to marry him. She flat up told him she didn't (laughs) love him. 
she didn't want to and he's like that's okay yeah. and then he sets her up with all of this stuff and gives her basically all the leverage she needs to run away with the shitload of his money and on top of it because watching the movie Karen, it's love it makes you do a lot of stupid things but it's things. not love because he, well, didn't, he was in love with her she wasn't in love with him no he wanted her as a possession and a trophy to sit on the shelf he wasn't in love with her at all because he didn't spend any time with her they talked about that after they got married he set her up gave her all this money to allow her to go do whatever he wanted to do and then he was working all the fucking time <laughs> so this guy who's supposedly so brilliant just can't even see what's right in front of his face I don't like your review I don't care I didn't like the, <laughs> I didn't like the movie so that, that's that's the thing. Again, I get it's based on a true story. Um, uh, again, the, the behind the scenes, casino workings, all of that, fascinating. Love that part of the story. See, to me, it's fascinating. You know, like the rise and fall. That's the fascinating part. Like you know, look look what they what they had, and then look what they lost. But the writing was on the wall. I mean, the the whole um, fucking Pesci's care, Nikki. It, it just, you could see, he just kept pushing. He just kept, that's and he what didn't the real give a shit did. about it. I know, I get it. I don't want to watch that. To see, watch but you like documentaries, are, so I don't understand why you don't like uh, uh, based on true. I, I didn't like it. I don't know what to tell you. I did not enjoy watching those people. Because usually if it's a documentary about somebody that did something, you're watching people after the fact, sort of observing it and making, making comments on it. This is a reenactment of what giant fuckers they were. <laughs> so I've watched it. All right. Is your, is your review done? I, I would like it to be, yes. yes. I don't. I would care, be very happy to never talk about the movie again. Well, I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. Twitter's going <laughs> to have some, some <laughs> thoughts. So, Tony, what do you think of my review of the movie? I will, I will very briefly reiterate just simply saying that I'm very disappointed um, and I, that, that you didn't love it. I am as flummoxed as Mark is that, that, you, it, that you didn't love it. And, and, and I guess then I just got to say, I clearly enjoyed the movie Singing in the Rain more than you enjoyed the movie Casino. Wait, when, so, did, when did you watch Singing Sing in the Rain? Well, he went into it with this with morning. Mind, so. This morning? Did you really? Did you I really? I did. Hand to God. Quiz me. Quiz me. I'm ready. I was like, I mean, don't ask me about the character names. I know that like Karen was one of the, maybe is that why you like it so much? Cause her name was Karen. No, Kathy, Kathy, her name was Kathy. Right. That's it. Yeah, There's yeah. no Karen in the movie. Right. Well, what was your favorite um, part, Tony? Um, when they were singing I, in the I rain. Say that actually, no, no, that, that wasn't my favorite part. You know what I thought was absolutely. And I hate using this. I sound, I feel like I sound super douchey saying this. I thought it was, um, absolutely visually aesthetically gorgeous the sing uh, the, the scene where um uh Gene Kelly's character is singing uh, is supposed to be kind of given an idea of what he thinks the show will look like right. and it's got the the neon behind him with the casino yep. and then all of a sudden he's dancing on the four steps with the with the other chick with the big flowing uh scarf around her neck mm-hmm. um, the whole you know, uh, it, like like uh what was supposed to be when they redid the movie, that was supposed to be like the, the modern times and then apparently he gets hit on the head and that's when they went back and did all the yes. old timey stuff. So yeah, no, well, I, know, I know which part you're talking about. And it's an, it's an interesting storyline too. I guess I never appreciate, I, I kind of wanted to text out, it's 2022, I'm watching a movie from 1952 about a setting which takes place in 1927. What am I watching? Just to see if anybody would be able to pick up on, yeah. you know, the the because the, the, it is. It's a, I had no idea that it was a it was a movie within a movie, and that it all takes place in um, uh, uh, Hollywood when when the talkies are going out of style and the and the talkies you know, are coming in to style. Yeah. yeah, the silence silent movies are going out of style and the talkies are going in. But I, I, I gotta say though, it was super fun. After I finished watching the movie, I then went in and read all of the IMDb trivia about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was interesting. First of all, I had no idea that uh, What's-Her-Face was only 19 years old at the time. Debbie Reynolds. That she did the movie. Yeah. Yeah. She's super cute. She is. I got 19. She was, she was really cute. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this. This woman's dead now. <laughs> I've got weird feelings down here for this 19 year old girl from 1952. Um, and it was a little disappointing to learn that uh, Gene Kelly was a bit of, a, of an asshole. My words, not the words on IMDb, but that he was very, he, I guess he taught um, one of the IMDb bits of trivia was he taught Frank Sinatra how to dance in. Um, 
ahoy maybe or, or ships ahoy or something along that along those lines and so he said that he could teach debbie reynolds then if he could teach frank sinatra how to tap dance he could teach uh-huh. her if i had one complaint about the movie karen mm-hmm. if i had one complaint there's so much tap dancing in that movie i agree i, so I think tap much. dancing is like the the worst form of all dancing because anybody <laughs> with 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 uh, with with hard shoes on like dress shoes yeah can smack their feet on the ground and make it sound like look <laughs> look at me yeah but I, I mean I like the ones um, the, the scenes obviously the the good morning you know that whole aspect yeah, of it around absolutely. the house was fun and then I, I did like the um, when they're with the dictation coach um, mm-hmm. and it's just uh, Gene Kelly and Oh, O'Donnell, I think, was the guy's last yeah, name. Yeah, I can't remember his first name. Uh, but Cos- but Cosmo, Cosmo was, yeah. was the character's right. name. Right. I mean, that that one was fun. But, um, yeah. And then the, the one... I, actually, the, the scene you're talking about, the dance scene with, like, the long scarf where they're dancing, that mm-hmm. one to me was boring as hell. I didn't like that scene. That's, like, one of my least favorites. Um, but, no, I, I like the interplay. I love how... I think it was so creatively funny that, you know, there are these silent movie stars and, and Lena, you know, the, the big star can't, yep, like she's got yep, the most annoying grating voice. voice possible. It's just awesome. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I mean, it's just a great fun story. The way, even the way that, uh, uh, Lockwood, Don Lockwood and, and Kathy Seldon meet, I think is fun and you know, their yeah, whole interplay yeah. back and forth. So, it's well. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It is. It, it, it's it a was classic. Good. It was, I I can honestly say I did not see that ending coming. I couldn't really figure out where they were going with it. Oh where yeah. She's having a fit, mm-hmm. and the movie's over, and she says she's gonna. And and I thought, okay, when she said I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna give a speech, I thought, all right, maybe this is the point they're gonna make. She's gonna come out. She's gonna have that squeaky voice. But then when she says she wants to sing and she's gonna make Debbie Reynolds sing behind her, I never saw. How that's and I don't for folks that may want to go see it. I, I guess I won't ruin the 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 the, the quote unquote punchline. Um, I never expected that ending uh, the, the way that played out. That was that was super clever. That was a really cool, fun little twist yeah. on how they on how they how she got her own comeuppance. I, maybe is the exactly best exactly. So all right, we're boring so Mark to death with with all these movie talks. I'm still I'm still reeling from your review. I, I think you win. <laughs> I think you went in with your heels dug in that you were not going to like this. No, and- and, but like I said, the, the parts of the movie where they were just dealing with the interaction, I loved. I mean, that to me was entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's just once they add that they got rid of the narration and you had to start watching these people in real life. It's like, oh, come on. Well, and then the fact that like James Woods was the boyfriend you couldn't oh get rid God, of. Oh, my God. He was so good, oh, though. Oh, but he's so gross. He, that's why. That's what he was good gross. about him. Yeah. He played a perfectly yeah. sleazy piece of shit. Well, yeah. yeah. No, he did. He was so good. And I, I think uh, uh, Sh- uh, Sharon Stone got robbed. She should have won a fucking Academy Award for that 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 character. For, she for was playing just... the most unlikable character ever? Sure. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Uh, but move on. so I, I, here's the deal, though. I concur with Mark. You know, when she's having the fit, when when um, uh, James Wood's character is getting the shit beat out of him, uh, when 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 Roth uh, uh, Ross yeah, comes and yeah. Ace, thank you, it picks you know picks her, finds her at, the, at that little diner. That's amazing. When I she's agree. losing her ever fucking loving mind in the house, uh, and she's trying to clear out stuff out of the out of the um, the. Uh, the, 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 thank you, Cla- Jesus Christ! Oh, God, I don't know if I'm out or what? This is going to be a mess. But at this point, I need you guys to film. And then when she's losing her mind, she's like driving her car into, into his car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, just it's. And I concur. You're right, Karen. It is hard to watch it. It, it is. It is kind of uncomfortable and cringeworthy. But I think that's. But I'll tell you what. I have read the the actual book. I've read it. I love it. I read it. Every single word of it, I skipped over nothing in that book. It's amazing just how, honest to God, true the movie does play along to yeah. the book, um, right. and oh, and very little. Very, there's a good reason why the movie's three three and a half hours long because they took almost nothing out of the book. It's just, it's so much fun. But you're, but Karen, I think that's what's fun about the movie too is there was so, and, and Nikki says it so perfectly. They fucked it all up. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. They did. Too goddamn greedy. Yep. yep. And it's just, it was such a perfect um, skim that they'd come up with. They flew under the radar. Nobody really knew about it, but they just had to go deeper and deeper and deeper into having those those bags of money flown back to Kansas City. It's mm, ugh, just a, it's so fun. So, <laughs> all right. With that, my friends, we should probably start the show. <laughs> He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. 
Caesars Entertainment's loyalty program uses 90 different demographic segments for its customers. Quote unquote, player value is most associated with frequency of play, type of game played, and number of coins slash credits per spin or hand. We got that from Vital Vegas via the book Addiction by Design by Natasha Dow Shul. 90. Yeah. And they still, yeah. yeah, I, I don't know where I'm going with that. I mean, you're you're slicing it and dicing it down to such a, a small, minuscule amount at that point, mm-hmm. and then how do you? I mean, I get it says here that you know the ones that are most associated with player value, but good lord, there's some yeah. statisticians or some people behind the math doing the scene on that. Mm-hmm. Well, for sure, because what else do you have from me? You can probably extrapolate some things, right? You probably can figure out maybe my gender, maybe my race, maybe my ethnicity or uh, 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 um, age. Maybe did I say age already? Age, race, <laughs> gender, ethnicity. Um, maybe my income. I mean, but but a lot of that is going to almost have to be guesstimations. I mean, I would love to know how they figure out what they. Uh, but then again, you know what they probably also throw in are things like does your card show up um, at restaurants? Meaning, are you are you eating at their restaurants at the casino? Right. Are you charging shit to the room? Do you spend more money when you charge shit to the room versus when you're eating at the... You know, I don't know. I'm just... I'm, I'm totally making that up. But that is... It's fascinating, but that's exactly what the whole um, average daily theoretical truly is based on is mm-hmm. frequency play, type of game played, and uh, how much you're betting yeah. and, for, and really for how long you bet. So... That, so, uh, that does not surprise So really me, the but. average daily theoretical is, is what they go on. Forget these 90 yeah. different demographics, just stick yeah, to those true, three. That's true, true. Yeah, at the end of the day, they give no fucks what your age or race or, or, or gender is. Are, are you slapping those buttons like a, you know, like a well-trained monkey? Right, whether or not you have the, the income to support it, just exactly, keep doing it. Exactly, exactly. All right, Mark, talk to us about the Twit Pick of the Week. I never had the chance to check out Lady Luck. The first time I came to Vegas was 2004, and the property was already closed at the time. I'm told, at least in the end, she was a dump. But there is something about neon that romanticizes the past, regardless of its shitholery. That's what Lady Luck's neon exterior does. It's a, it's a shame that we lost such an iconic name as well, but again, having never experienced the place before, it's easy for me to say. My vision of the property will always be influenced by the feelings it stirs up when I look at a picture like the one shared by at Sumacorp. All right, I'm <clears throat> terribly embarrassed to ask, but I'll I will man up and I will ask said question. Where where the hell was this place? Downtown Grand. Downtown Grand. Downtown Grand. Okay, okay, okay. So if you think of Downtown Grand, it's got that corner entrance yeah. right across from Pizza Rock. Imagine that signage yep. is what yep. you're looking That's at it. there. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's... You're welcome. We're here to help. Uh, it's it's. I, <laughs> I appreciate that and, and, and help help well you do. Um. Uh, one last comment about Singing in the Rain. I'm also pleasantly surprised at how many songs I actually knew that I did not know came from that movie. Oh, really? Um, which yeah, one, which yeah, one surprised you? Yeah, a fair you? number of them. Which ones? The, uh, Good Morning. I didn't know Good Morning came from the movie. Really? Good Morning. Good, yeah, I had Good no clue. Morning. None whatsoever. It's great. That was it's one of them. Um, so, the, you know what I love most about uh, Vintage Vegas that I wish they wouldn't have gotten away from? I really dig... And I don't know how how to describe it, but I'm looking at the bottom part where it's the it's the the white lighting coming through the the, the backlit, and then you can see the park absolutely free, the ten thousand, and they've got the literal like letters and numbers pressed up against the you, you know the, the signage to hold it in place. I, I miss that. <laughs> oh, that was a really cool any, picture. Any I love I love it's, the it's a nice yeah the neon was great. Yeah, and just the the lady luck kind of arched over the entrance, and the red sort of goes with it. Um, it is it it's it's a bummer we didn't get to see it. Yeah, but I mean we've seen it now, so it was a tiny little casino. But mm-hmm. um, it it the name just the name is fun. Who owns that name? They need to bring that back. Um, I, I, it does seem like it would be a really easy name to to to, uh, to name a casino, right? Lady Luck. Who doesn't want to enjoy Lady Luck? Right. right. All right. Well, listen, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news.
first up, there is some sick new world Vegas going on. This week it was announced that the emo and punk kids aren't the only people getting Vegas music festivals. New Metal will have its day in the desert Saturday, May 13th, 2023 at the Las Vegas Festival Grounds. Featured will be System of a Down, Corn, Deftones, Incubus, Evanescence, Flyleaf with Lacey Sturm, Seven Dust, Hoobastank, Filter, and many, many more. Presale tickets went on sale today at 10 a.m. Tickets start at $20, although that's really but. just a reservation to get <laughs> a real ticket, which costs anywhere from $300 to $1,000. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But yeah. guess who got tickets? Yeah, for the, for the ladder. <laughs> for the ladder. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, this honestly, this um, this lineup when it came out, I mean, I was looking forward to when we were young, even though we didn't get to go because there were definitely some artists I want to see, but there were more artists on this list that I was excited about. Yeah. So, yeah, we we bought in. Worth, worth the price of admission. Right. Yeah, it's going to be fun. All right, very cool. Well, next up, the grandstands of Bellagio. A rendering of the plans for temporary grandstands to be erected in front of the Fountains of Bellagio for next year's F1 race have caused some <coughs> to complain that the idea is like covering up a work of art. Personally, it looks kind of cool, but we're grateful that they're only temporary. For those who have not seen said rendering yet, we will have a link on the blog. This inaugural race will be the most expensive on the 2023 F1 schedule. I thought those those grandstands look cool. I thought they look cool too. There's one problem with them. Yeah. There's a row of trees in front of Bellagio. No, 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 no. This is this is going on the street. They're they're cutting the basically the oh. the, the, the one lane's gone. Okay. All right. Well, that makes more sense. Yeah. Because at first I'm looking at those and I'm like, you're the trees aren't going to allow you to build that that way. But if right. they go all the way out into the roadway, okay. Yep. They can probably do <laughs> that. Um. Yeah, no, I, I thought the rendering looks cool. And if it's temporary, I mean, granted, it's going to cause yeah. a ungodly traffic on the strip while they're constructing it and then deconstructing mm -hmm. it. So this is going to, you know, fuck up traffic for longer than <laughs> just the weekend race. But I think it's a great way. But again, I think about those grandstands and literally you're going to just be watching these cars going like right in front of you and say, oh, that was cool for like a split second. I'm sorry. How do the cars go again, Karen? <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to uh, do it for the news. Why don't we move into prop bets? For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, looking for that moment when Vegas is back to full strength. Well, at Melts Vegas is reporting that the Las Vegas airport slots reached $1 billion with a B, $1 billion in all-time revenue. It took 36 years to reach that landmark. That's wild. So, Mark, am I to presume then that the, the, the airport has only had slots in the airport for the last 36 years? That's my understanding, yeah. yeah. And, and there's okay. been okay. one guy who has... The yeah, we all know the guy from uh oh damn it I thought you were going somewhere else I was gonna make the joke mm. that, uh, that that the guy in Ocean's Thirteen ended up winning yeah. no I wasn't I wasn't yeah. going That's there I got excited no 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 I I read into this because some, somebody um they mentioned that so the profits are split between the airport and um fuck the guy that the guy owns, that owns South Point yeah. And he's had the the license that whole thirty six year wow, period. Wow, I didn't know that. Well, and somebody said, wow. somebody said, well, well, wait a minute, what the hell? Why does one person have this, you know, concessionaire thing? What's well, a company? The whole thing. Well, yeah, but one company have it. Like every other airport bids it out, and, and which is true because normally machines. Not every other. It's a gaming license, right? Right. So that was my point to it because yeah. this guy was like, well, every other airport, you know, they're switching out concessionaires all the time. I'm like, this isn't a concessionaire. This is a very different thing. Yes, yeah. they're still swapping out restaurants yeah. and, <laughs> and, you know, who's running the, the gift shop and all that other shit. Mm -hmm. But this is a gaming license. Like, you can't bid that out. Like, you have to have a gaming license to even be considered. Right. And, and from what I understand, gaming license aren't multi-locations. Like you, no, every, you got to get a you got to get a license for each location. for each one exactly. So it's not like they would have to wait if they get pissed off at this guy and say, "Yeah, we don't want to deal with you anymore." He could just pull it and say, "Okay, fine." Yeah, and then they've got to <laughs> yeah. sit around and wait because one of um, the company I work for, we're we're 
trying to get a gaming license for one of our locations. Oh, really? And it's been over a year and a half, and we don't even have our first hearing until April. Oh, yeah. They take their sweet ass time. So, I mean, you're, you're talking almost two years since we've opened. That's why they build and oh, do wow. things w- without having a gaming license, because it fucking takes forever to get one. It takes forever <laughs> yeah. to get one. Yeah. And it's it's difficult, too. I yeah. mean, especially if you're... We, we, That's fascinating. We, we had to go with an individual, because like he's the only yeah. clean... Well, it's also the same with a liquor license. You got to be really careful about it. Is it as bad? It. I didn't think it's, it was nearly as bad. It's not as bad, but you don't want to... It, it doesn't take as long, but you don't want to have anything in your record. I think we've kind of That's talked weird. before. One of the concepts that my company is a franchisee of, they're the owner of the brand is a convicted felon. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's not on any of the licenses. <laughs> Smart. Yeah, we just didn't even go that route. Yeah, so. All right, sorry, enough about that. Uh, concerned about the number of productions that didn't succeed in Paris theater, the cast of Bad Out of Hell, the musical, brought in a shaman to cleanse away the evil spirits. So dumb. I don't think it worked. So dumb. Why, they close? No, they ain't doing very well. Well, yeah, but the, they, the shaman just came in this week, so. Oh, just whatever, this week? Whatever magical powers uh, Oh, I thought it was before the show opened. Okay. No. Well. Uh-uh. Keith That's Urban wild. is moving his residency from the Coliseum at Caesars Palace to Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. New dates start March 3rd, 2023. Vital Vegas is reporting that the Buffet at M Resorts will not be returning uh, to the as a dining opportunity anytime. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, how about I read just the words that are on the paper? <laughs> Vital Vegas is reporting that the Buffet at M Resort will not be returning to the dining options available at the property. And that's really too bad. I've, I've, I've eaten at that uh, uh, buffet a couple I've of times. Good and things. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> On the other hand, didn't somebody uh, commit suicide in that? Um, in the buffet? Uh, in the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They committed suicide via buffet. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's that's now I'm like concerned. Does somebody really committed suicide in the buffet? I wouldn't be surprised. It it's Vegas. Oh, yikes. All right, I'm going to Google that one. Yeah. The arcade at Horseshoe is now open, and the reason it replaced the sports book with an arcade would most likely be challenged by the Stevens Group in Circa, because according to the Horseshoe, sports books don't make any money, or at least not as much as an arcade with a bar inside. <laughs> and just the irony that it's, a barca- it's an arcade with a bar inside. Well, because this is clearly meant for adults. It's not meant for kids. But, I mean, obviously kids are going to go to it. Why would you put an arcade in for adults? You have slot machines. You have gambling tables. You have everything. That's your adult arcade. Yeah, I don't know. Netflix. No, this is is for, you know, to keep the parents happy while their kids are being entertained playing fucking games. Right, they get to drink while the kids are playing. There you go. Netflix is shooting a new series at Tropicana called Obliterated, planned for release in 2023. The eight-part action comedy series follows a team of special forces who have or who have to find and deactivate a bomb in Las Vegas while intoxicated. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> this is a bunch of people sitting around going, "How can we possibly uh, be able to be in Vegas and, and and just film a movie so that we can and, and we be, can be paid to be there and be drunk while we're doing it?" <laughs> right, exactly. No, no, no. I'm He's just getting into character. I'm totally acting. I'm not dr- <laughs> no, this is water. This water. No, I got it. Are we ready? Three, two, one. Hold on. Okay, let's go. Oh, God. Uh, Karen, by the way, the uh, suicide was uh, on Easter Day in 2016. Wow. Wow. Yeah, the guy had uh, had his um, lifetime free buffet revoked. So he killed himself? Yep. That is correct. Some people have... That has to be a bad joke. Those are called first world problems right there. That has to be a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. Honest to God, I'm, I, I did. As uh, a matter of fact, uh, for kids at home that are, are Google searching it, I just simply used uh, M Resorts Buffet Suicide. <clears throat> uh, uh, next up, Resorts World had its casino cage robbed this week. No further details were shared as this is an ongoing and active investigation. This, this does happen. There was one other detail that was shared. Okay. The guy got to the Resorts World in a cab. And after stealing from the cage, he left in the same cab. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I hope you tip that guy well. 
Like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, how did that? I mean, what do you tell your cab driver? Like, hold on a second. I'll be right back. It's Vegas. Yeah. How would he, he know? He probably if he just came out with a fucking devil bag full of money, how the fuck would he know what's in there? Well, and how did he rob the cage? That's the thing I want to know. Because they're not supposed this... to stop you or do anything. But how did he get into the cage to rob it? Well, I don't no, think no, no, he no, got no. into the cage. Yeah, the, according to what my wife uh, saw on the Las Vegas Review Journal, it was the guy presented a note to the woman at the cage. Okay. And Mark is absolutely right. The the the, the truly they're taught. And I know this. I, I can speak firsthand of this. Picture it, kids. Michigan City, Indiana, 1998. <laughs> a one young Tony uh, is working at the Blue Chip Casino uh, as a blackjack dealer. Except that they were always short on casino cage cashiers. So we were obligated for every hour that they would uh, schedule us to be a blackjack dealer. We also had to spend an hour being a cashier cage employee. Okay. Uh, and the very, very first thing they ever taught us was if somebody wants your money, you give them the money. We can we can replace the money. We're insured. We cannot replace you. So wait, so he Which walked was, up he walked up with a note that just said Yep. Give yeah. me all the money in give the drawer. All your money. Yeah. That's my understanding. Yes, he may have shown a gun or something, but I, nothing, nothing beyond that. I mean, because otherwise, if I'm sitting there back there and I'm like the 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 cashier, I'd be like, no. I mean, what? <laughs> if he that's just how you get me, shot in the face. If he hands yeah. me a note that just says, "Give me your money," I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> no, it's like, no, thank you. It's not Jeff, your money. Please. Don't die over it. Well, no, I'll duck and cover. What's he gonna do? Shoot through the, the cage I, I, itself? I, I like how you know, you're like my cat-like reflexes will be able to overcome his gun. <laughs> if he's sitting here and he hands me a note, even if the note says "Give me your money" and I have a gun, all I have to do is drop to the floor. He can't see me. You're, you're behind. You're, he can't get through the cage. I don't think it's nearly as simple as you think as you're making it. Oh my well, god, that's awesome! And man. I agree with you, Tony. That because we, we used to no with with restaurant employees, we tell them that all the time. It's not worth your life. Let them take whatever. It's I get that. This just seems to me like if you're doing this at a cage, it's a cage. It's still literally a cage. I don't know if it's literally mm-hmm. a cage. Well, no, they've, they've got all kinds of bar. You can't reach in other than the tiny little slot that you can reach to. I, know, I, don't, I don't know why we're still talking about this. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. Right. That's fair. But yes, that, my wife and I, we did have a conversation about what, what is the like. So the my observation was, I think for for the taxi driver to be able to clear his name, he's going to need somebody oh, at the fuck, taxi I didn't think of that. company. To, oh, yeah. To, yeah. to say, yes, we got a phone call from this guy asking to be picked up at such and such place um, or or as a part of the, our taxi driver's um, routine, he was he was he was waiting in line at the win or you yeah. know, where the, wherever the fuck because right. the security cameras like, is how like, they're going to find yeah, this yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Either getting out of but the I cab. Mean, they're going to have to. Yeah. And then yeah. Um, he's going to have to prove wherever he picked this, this guy up. And, yeah. It's inter- it's it's fascinating. It's a so, cab. Yeah. Like you're using a cab. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, Uber surge pricing. Yeah. Well, you can't or rideshare because they know who you are with rideshare. <laughs> yeah, you can't fine. you can't just hail down a a, a, a rideshare. You can hail down a cab right. from about anywhere. Right. <laughs> Which you know I'll tell you to a certain extent shows the forethought that the robber put into it. Mm-hmm. Thus, at least in my opinion, perhaps giving more of a reasoning for why the cab driver was just an unwitting accomplice to this this situation right. because that's exactly right you you can't flag down a, a, an uber but you can the cab so okay let's uh, let's move on i think that's going to do it for news and prop bets let's check uh and move into oncoming attractions That is not the actual sentence at all. No, it's not. Not. It's not. Coming attractions brought to you by Vegas.com is the portion of the show where we share with you accent artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, the Killers are performing at the Cosmopolitan Saturday, December 31st. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start in an undisclosed amount. Why do I have a feeling this a couple that we know that happen to live in the Northwest might be coming in for New Year's oh, Eve for right. that? Oh, that's right. I forgot they were huge Killers fans. Yes, they are. 
Ellie King is performing at Brooklyn Bowl on Friday, December 2nd. Show starts at 8.30 p.m. and tickets start at $50. Something tells me after I'm done announcing this, uh, Raising Las Vegas will be reaching out to me to find out when Probably. we're going to get tickets to it. Yeah, you got another concert coming up with your concert wife. Yep. Love Affair <laughs> featuring Blackstreet, All for One, Color Me Bad, The Jets, and more are performing at the Orleans Saturday, February 4th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $50. That actually sounds like a fun show. I would probably go to that one, too. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Well, and for the record, um, at Raising Las Vegas is also going to the whatever the new metal festival is that we just got tickets to. So she's the also into that world. one. Yeah, Sick New World. So it's not just us. There's other people involved, too. Uh, there, there are many people that are going to, to the show. Well, I know there's not a lot of people us. that want to go to the show. <laughs> I don't know how many have figured that out yet. Yeah. Night Ranger is performing at the Golden Nugget on Friday, December 30th. Show start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $70. Carlos Mencia. Carlos Mencia. Wait a minute. <laughs> she skipped over mine, so I was like, well, Did I? Take hers, then. Oh, yeah, yeah that's all right. That's right. That's all right. Carlos Mencia is performing at South Point Friday through Sunday, which is November 18th through the 20th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. and tickets start at 40 bucks. I'll just pick this one up here. Keith Sweat is performing at Virgin, Las Vegas, Friday, November 18th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $45. Oh, I love that Tony Five. gets to read this one. <laughs> Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> I have all of their CDs. Uh, is perf- <laughs> CDs, wow. CDs, hey. right? <laughs> I downloaded everything on iTunes. Oh, no, wait, I'm CDs. Oh, wait, I'm 8-tracks. <laughs> I got it off from Napster. (laughs) Uh, And it's they're performing at Mandalay Bay, Saturday, December 17th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at 30 bucks. And lastly, the Black Crows are performing at the Pearl at Palms on Friday and Saturday, February 10th and 11th. Show start at 8.30 p.m. And tickets go on sale today, 11.11. Which is when we're recording this. That's right. That is today. Don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. And this week we have, we have actually a couple of fun things going on here. We've got, uh, first of all, some PayPal donations. Let's start with a PayPal donation from William Trost and Lacey Reagan. I'm sorry, that should have been two separate ones. Lacey gave us a, a donation, but didn't give us a message. William did. Okay. Well, thank you, Lacey. Ooh, okay. Thank you, Lacey, okay. for your donation. We yes, greatly thank you appreciate very much. it. And hey, Karma donation, little. 100%. Guaranteed. <laughs> leave us a little note next time, Lacey. Appreciate it. Uh, but Sir William Trost III Ch- of Chaucer <laughs> writes, Karma donation for my trip. Hope to see you both this weekend or anytime through Tuesday. Oh, and I was sick. I couldn't. Or yeah. no, no, no. I wasn't sick. I had work. Yeah. Work was you, too you much were, this week. With the puppies. And I have to apologize for folks coming in with the, the puppies. are. It's hard for us to leave them for longer than a very short amount of time. Yeah, so their little um, bladders are still I gotta say they're being champs right now. I thought are. I thought for sure they were riled up before we uh started recording. recording. I thought for sure we we're gonna put them in the kennel and as soon as they heard us talking they'd start freaking out. But no, they're doing well. But yeah. so uh, really sorry we missed you William. Hopefully you had a fantastic trip. It looked like it by your Twitter post. Yeah. Um and again keep us posted on the next time you're in town. Yep. Then we also uh, very generously received a PayPal donation from Willie Huggins. So he writes, Karma donation for a poker trip December 1st through the 4th. It is my first trip to Vegas since 2007. That's amazing. Oh, Willie. Stoked. Found your podcast last month while looking for recommendations for my trip. You guys have a great podcast. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. Awesome. Thank you, Willie. Was, well, thank you, Willie. I'm glad you like it. It was very generous nice. and, very and uh, it was very nice. And again, the karma donation is 100% guaranteed <laughs> yes. that you will have a great time. <laughs> yep. That's <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> and if you're you in know, town, I wonder, reach when, out. When, when Willie finds our podcast, Willie, do you just listen to like the most recent podcast? Do you go back? Do Some folks start like from the very beginning and then work their way through present which always both impresses me and yet blows my mind because we're we're not evergreen content you know uh the stuff that you talked about 
seven years ago is, you know, probably most of the places are probably closed. But it's still uh, <laughs> it's still fun. It's like a snapshot in We're time fun. because I listen to, to older podcasts that you wouldn't think that their content's evergreen. But it, it's still it's fascinating to me. Like I did that with uh, the strip podcast when I found out about them. Yeah, I went back to episode one. Well, as far back as you could go. I don't, I don't know if episode one was there. Is that one still out there? I would love to go back and relive. I miss that podcast. I don't know. That was a fun one. That was one I listened to on a regular basis. Yeah. Well, anyway, welcome, welcome. We we love having you as, as a part of the family, and um, uh, thank you for your PayPal donation. Next up, oh boy, Karen. Okay, Karen, you got uh, you got plenty of beverage in well, front of you. The alcoholic one's running low, but I've got water sitting here, so I will just I'll, I'll balance out because yeah. I might need it by the time Probably. we get still available. Your podcast is still out there. Is it really? Yep. Sweet. Oh wow. All right. Okay, so here we go, Karen. We received a rather lengthy uh, uh, trip report from Lad Culbertson. We did. So if you're ready, uh, jump on in. All right, so Lad writes, Dear Mark, Karen, and Tony, here is a trip report for my pre-Halloween Vegas to visit to Las Vegas. I did my best to pare it down from, quote, too long to just, quote, long. I would love to see his original <laughs> draft. I, I, you would I love to see disagree. it. I disagree. I think he I, failed. <laughs> <laughs> fail. My buddy Here's Mike and I flew out from Grand Rapids, Michigan to Las Vegas on Thursday, October 27th, under the pretext of watching the Michigan-Michigan State football game on Saturday. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, I like these guys already. While at the gate waiting to board our plane, a woman on the same flight began chatting with us. She mentioned that she was a server at Rio who was returning home to Vegas after visiting family. She invited us to stop by the Rio some evening while she was working. <laughs> of course she is. Rio's asking everyone to please come <laughs> come visit. <laughs> I tipped her $2 right there at the gate in case we didn't make it over to see Aww, her. Aw, that's cool. That is cool. <laughs> we were staying at the Bellagio, where we, where we had gotten what we thought was a great rate for four nights. We checked in using the mobile app after we landed and had electronic, electronic room keys on our phones that's cool. before the cab even dropped us off. Out of an abundance of caution, we stopped at the front desk and got room keys printed at a kiosk without any trouble or delay. Nice. So wait, so he says we got what we thought was a great rate. I know. Well, I'm kind of waiting see. for the second. I know. I, I, that that's that's put that pin it's right a good over teaser. here. It's a good teaser. That. We had tickets to attend Absinthe that night, but first walked over to the Stage Door Casino, where we each had a decent hot dog and a Corona <laughs> with a combined total of ten dollars. After getting the visit to the stage door, knocked off the old bucket list, and before absinthe, we went and watched the volcano show at Mirage. Nice. Probably for the last time. Probably. Okay, oh, so is, have we ever been in the stage door casino? No. Oh, you're not missing anything. Okay. I do not understand. <laughs> I do not understand the cult following that place has got. Okay. I, I mean, a hot dog doesn't sound appealing to me, and neither does a Corona. So there's nothing about this that I'm like intrigued in. But people are like we're going to cross it off the bucket list. I'm like, what? well, it's it's yeah. kind of like um, it's kind of like Casino Royale. It's just it's just low roller, uh, or I mean, like like low, low roller food and and, and but options. Didn't, hold on, didn't Pennies for Vegas get banned? From the stage door? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear that story. No, I thought he was like filming in there or something or recording uh, for his vlog. No, I'm and sure. I think they kicked him out. There, there are still a lot of old school uh, can-dos, um, or not, not can-dos. What, what does Alistair call them? Um, job, job, job dues. I don't remember what it is. We're basically somebody's doing a job, and they like here are the rules, but they're not actually like thinking. It's like, no, this is the rule. This is the rule. It's like, there's oh no. sure, yeah. Well, and I just, I think I remember seeing several pictures on Twitter from Pennies for Vegas where he, he's like, just standing outside because he can't go in. Like it's very, very like. Not cute, because cute doesn't sound right, but it's a cute little sad, sure. you know, or angry, kind of like, I'm just standing outside the willow me in kind of a thing. <laughs> anyway, I could be completely wrong, and I apologize if I am, but for some reason that's tickling the back of my brain. Uh, okay, so they, yeah, watched the Volcano Show at Mirage probably for the last time. And then he says, Absinthe was fantastic. If you dislike raunchy humor or incredibly athletic, sexy, sexy, and talented performers, I do not recommend you visit the show. Better yet, just stay home and skip Vegas altogether and leave it for the rest of us. 
on Friday. Okay. okay. <laughs> you don't like what I like, don't come. <laughs> well, no, I mean, he's being like sarcastic there. Yeah. He yeah. dislike yeah. raunchy humor. Yeah. yeah. If you don't like that, why are you going to Vegas? I, I, I respect exactly. this point. On Friday, I was up at 3.30 a.m. as I was still in Michigan time. I went down and played poker and unfortunately got a big hand cracked, costing me a buy-in. I, I know what a buy-in is. I don't know what a big hand cracked means. I think you had a good I, hand and you still lost. Yeah. Yeah. My guess is, you know, maybe something on like the river. Uh, Somebody caught something on the river and, and he maybe started off with pocket kings or something or maybe even pocket aces. And, you know, there was garbage on the on the table until the last Somebody one. I'm, I'm making that up. That or something. Okay. Likely Sounds right. To him. That makes sense. Mike and I then Ubered downtown for my first view of Circa. Ooh. What a great casino. I definitely plan on staying there sometime in the future. You should. For lunch, Mike and I had a Victory Burger from Victory Burger while I treated myself to some brisket fried rice at 8 East. Both mm. of us were extremely happy with our meals and had more than we could comfortably eat. That is always the problem with Vegas. Yeah, but then we're local, so I don't really care. Well, yeah, Normally I now, can bring it home. But yeah, but I, I have I had that situation that. where I'm like, well, I can't go leave my leftovers in the car for four hours. So like, now what are we going to do? <laughs> You'll be fine. It's fully cooked. That's right. Food safety. I am certified no. in it. It's a whole thing. Jeez, oh, it'll be fine. You would be you would be absolutely mortified by no no. I, you and oh, I no, are the I same. Tony. I live she with is Mark. mortified by the way I. <laughs> I live with Mark. Leftovers. He, he's left he's left stuff in the so so Mark has. Karen, gotten, I'm nuking it. I'm literally I'm literally <laughs> nuking it. Yeah, I yeah. eat it. Absolutely, you are using radiation to kill right whatever sort anything of that was on there. So, <laughs> So literally, Mark has gotten the point with when he does like a, you know, DoorDash or delivery, food delivery, whatever it because is. Because we've got a Dash Pass and you have to have a minimum of a $12 right. order. Well, most so things now, don't hit that. Because, you know, the McRib is back at McDonald's, yeah. supposedly <laughs> for the last time. Nice. So McDonald or Mark will literally order for lunch two McRibs. Okay. He will eat one for lunch. He puts the other one not in the refrigerator. He puts it in the nope. microwave. Yeah, because then it's cold, and then you yeah. got even longer to go before Thank it warms you, Mark. up. And something about that when it gets cold, the food in there starts to congeal. It gets so much yes. harder. It doesn't stay that. It doesn't have that fresh sort of bite flavor yes. to it. I get you, Mark, buddy. I, I, nothing goes in the refrigerator. Everything no. goes on the counter next to the refrigerator in this house. Right. I, I protect them from our dog in the microwave. I just leave them there. <laughs> that's, that's literally why they go in the microwave instead of on the counter. <laughs> All right. Our dear friend uh, Willie continues. Uh, Mike and no, no, not Willie. Huh? Lad, Willie. Shit. Where the hell did Willie was Willie our, from? Willie, Willie was, was our, the PayPal uh, donation ahead of. Oh, that's I scrolled right. up to, to catch the, <laughs> the name and I saw. It. I apologize. I'm, tr- I'm trying to be engaging and I just fucked it up. Yeah. No, no, that's good. That's good. All right. Um, so Lad continues to walk off our full wellies. We went down to El Cortez, where I turned my airline boarding pass fifty dollar match play promotion into an extra. $100 playing single deck blackjack. Wow, nice. nice. Good job, lad. That is, that's free fucking money right there. That's literally, you walked in and Elko said, we want you to have $100. Yep. Take this. Uh, then we went down for a drink at Atomic Liquor, where at 1230, we had the place to ourselves. <laughs> However, we were not too terribly impressed. No. And after one drink each, we headed to the underground speakeasy at the Mob Museum. Now that's there a good place go. to go to. That's, that's an upgrade. There you go. Yeah. I, I don't, I, Likewise, I do not. Now, now, see, one of the things that I do disagree with, I do see why. Um, oh, what's the what's the neon place? It's the restaurant um, next to next to the win. What is that place? Um, everybody Pepper wants Mill? to go there. Oh, it's Pepper got Mill. Pepper Mill. Now, for me, Pepper Mill does deserve the cult following that it's agreed, that it's established. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I do not see the value. No offense to to the good people of of, of Atomic Liquor. I've been there. It was a, it was a fine enough experience. I I'm I am Team Lad on this. I I don't I don't really see the value. Or let me rephrase. I was not as impressed with it as some other folk are. So guess what, people? I won't be taking up a bar stool. Yeah, because, because it appeared in Casino. Uh, it was misunderstood that uh, one of the scenes, the scene where um, Nikki stabs the guy in the neck with a, with a pen, that was mm-hmm. that was rumored to be shot at a atomic at liquor. atomic liquor. That's not that's that's a falsity. They they did not a falsity. falsity. I don't think that's a real world. a real world. Falsity. Oh, no, that's a great word. That's well, that, oh, that's perfect. Thank you. That's a, 
That's a good use of that word. Thank you. I can't wait to hear their thoughts on on the underground. Though. Yes, this is a must stop visit for us on each trip, and it did not disappoint. No, it doesn't. Unlike Atomic Liquor, it was quite busy, and while we couldn't get our preferred spots at the bar, a table was available. I had a moonshine mayhem, nice. and Mike went with an old fashioned, which came served in its special way. Yes. <laughs> if you're oh. unfamiliar, give it a try. I won't spoil the surprise. As always, both of our drinks were terrific. Yep. That's we haven't been down to the speakeasy it has there been in a while. while. They have some fantastic cocktails, and it's just such a fun place. It is. Next, we stopped off at the Golden Nugget for some poker, where I, w- I was able to win back the buy-in I had lost at Bellagio early that morning. Nice. Hey, that's pretty good. After poker, we called it a day downtown and grabbed an Uber, Uber, over to the Rio. <laughs> we sat down at a five-dollar Mississippi stud table, and after a bit of a slow start. We both began to just kill it. <laughs> After cashing out and heading toward the exit, we ran into our server friend from the Grand Rapids Airport. Nice. Who was pleased that we had made it over. The Grand Rapids Airport. That's just so... Those, those memories. Because, Tony, you don't fly out of... How do you fly out of the Grand Rapids Airport to The Vegas? memories of some of those you have to bartenders like, is fascinating to me. Like, all kinds of connections? <laughs> uh, yes. Usually you, you fly Grand Rapids... Well, let me rephrase. With Delta... You fly Grand Rapids to Minneapolis, and then Minneapolis to uh, to Vegas. Um, Vegas or uh, Grand Rapids has enough um, one-off esoteric airlines that yeah. where you can get some non-stops, huh. but you're but you're flying, you know, weird sort of flights. It's it's not American. It's not Delta. So Got it. Uh, interesting. Okay, so they went into the server. Uh, she was pleased that we had made it over. She was kind enough to bring us each a beer and visit with us for a few minutes. I wondered if the servers got dressed in their revealing uniforms at the casino or had to travel to work in a trench coat. <laughs> I, I should have asked our friend, but instead decided to pretend that she wasn't busting out all over the place. <laughs> she probably appreciated that. Oh, you know what? Somebody said something this week about, uh, they, they agreed with me that shirts, uh, women, um, braless women is, is very classy. And, and Let me guess, be, it was a guy. And it should be encouraged. Well, of course it was a guy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. We each I mean, I think we need to put some parameters on uh, what we're going to accept for Fair, fair enough, women. fair enough. <laughs> I was going to say, there's some that ain't classy. Yeah, you're right. It's, yeah. yeah it, 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 we're, we're, it's all about <laughs> Walk through any Walmart. <laughs> exactly. On Sunday. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> That's what you really want. Okay, okay. Please continue. Uh, We each tipped her her $5 and caught a ride back to Excalibur before walking back to Bellagio. That's a long haul. Yeah, why did you go to Excalibur and then Bellagio? That's crazy. Um, I was feeling pretty good after the win at Rio and thought, we were staying at the Bellagio, so I guess I I should try playing some games at the Bellagio. At Bellagio Stakes. Oh, this is not going to be good. I sat down at a $25 three-card poker game and bought in for $500. Jesus. I have never played a table game at that level before. Yeah. I joined two young guys who looked to be down to the dregs of whatever they had originally bought in for. I asked if I could join them, and they welcomed me, hoping I might change their luck. Boy, did it change. What? Although I had nothing remotely playable myself for the first four to five hands, they each went on an absolute tear. Nice. I'm talking pairs, a straight flush, and even two full houses and a four of a kind on the six-card bonus feature. Jesus. They were singing my praises, although all I could do with my hands was fold. I know, right? <laughs> I was a little upset when I noticed they were not tipping the dealer despite their good fortune. Yeah. Then I was finally dealt my first playable hand, a straight, getting me up into positive territory. The very next hand, when I peeked at my cards, I found that I had been blessed with three nines for a oh, monster nice. win. Nice. And tipped the dealer very well. And then glared at the guys. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> young punks, this is how you do this. <laughs> I played and won a few more hands and tipped the dealer some more before cashing out with a healthy profit. I walked by the poker room before getting a fantastic 10-minute massage. I, walked, I, like, I like how the poker room looms. Right. Walk by <laughs> like, I walked by it. I was aware it was there. Before, <laughs> before getting a fantastic 10-minute massage over near the sports book. You swear by those things. They, I tell you what, the, those masseuses, I, I was going to say those ladies that are walking around, but they're not, actually, they are all women. I don't know that I've ever seen a male masseuse walking around. Yeah, that's a good call, you're right. Anyway, yeah, no, they, they 
I don't know that I've ever had a bad one. They find the spots and just dig in, and it's usually right what I need. Yeah. Uh, by the time, uh, by that time, it was. Ooh. Oh no, wait. That's right. What he yeah. wrote was, "By it was time for bed before college football Saturday." Mm. Sorry, I'm trying to read this as you wrote it, sir. Once again, we were up and moving by 3.30 a.m. <laughs> After wandering down and back through Cromwell, Flamingo, Lincoln, Harris, I went back to the Bellagio and ground out a modest profit in the poker room for a couple hours. I like how this guy gets around. He's, uh, he's like me. Yeah, but he's kind of staying in the, you know, the realm. We were just talking about how he was down by Excalibur. Well, then, this trip, you know, he's just basically walking up the Caesar side and back. Yeah. Uh, we had to put a little something on the Ohio State-Penn State game. So at game time, we went to Caesars and then later to Link to watch the game. Ultimately, Ohio State let us down and failed to cover. <laughs> <laughs> Never bet on Ohio State. Um, after a quick bite from In-N-Out Burger, another Vegas treat for those of us out east, I headed back to the room with designs of grabbing a little nap before a long evening. Evening. Unfortunately... <laughs> Yeah, sorry. It's no, no, no. I, I, like, have, I like it. The, the, the alcohol is kicking in. It is. It is. We don't need all of the syllables in the words here. We can figure <laughs> it out. You know what I mean? Come on. The gist is there. Exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, a text reminder from our Sunday dinner reservation kind of spoiled that, so I gave up. I walked down to Park MGM and played some Ultimate Texas Hold'em for a profit. Next, I walked next door to New York, New York, and played some, quote, I love suits a flush base game. Hmm. It was interesting, but I was down quite a bit before I hit a four-card straight flush that got me back into profit land. <laughs> well, he's, he's trying all kinds of game here. Right. Yeah, yes. By then it was time to head over to the Park MGM Sportsbook to cheer on my Michigan State Spartans. Oh, dude. There you go. Friends. While listening to Mike yep. and many others cheer for the Wolverines. Okay, well, I like Mike. Uh, the less said about the game in the aftermath, the better. However, I will say that I was disgusted and ashamed of the behavior of the Michigan State players involved in the postgame antics and assaults, as well as those who failed to immediately intervene to stop it. Yeah. For my part, I just want to say congratulations, Michigan fans. So I, I, I kid and joke about him being a Michigan State fan. I am obviously a Michigan fan, but it's an in-state rivalry, but it's not one of those rivalries, at least in my book, that's like mean and vicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think Michigan State actually played pretty well in that game um, and what happened to his point at the end of it was crazy and I'm just glad nobody was seriously hurt and all of that so yeah. that's my last little bit on that moving on to Saturday or to Sunday I slept in and I managed to stay in bed all the way until 4 a.m. Nice. <laughs> nice work before heading back down to the poker room for a long up and down session then we went back over to link to watch pro football and following along in a few more sports bet books, sports book bets that we had made. Unfortunately, the Giants let us down in our parlay bet, and we finished up with just over half of the total amount we had wagered once all the games we had bet on were over. Well, at least you had half. That's not bad. While watching football at the bar in Link, we were getting hungry and ordered some nachos from the bartender. They ended up being a to-go order of garbage can nachos carried over from oh. Guy Fieri's. They were really, really good. No, no. <laughs> and no. even though it was four hours until our dinner reservation, we probably ate a bit too much. They were just <laughs> too good. No. Awesome. Can't. Awesome. Just can't. No, I can't. You bleach your facial <laughs> hair, and I don't. I don't care how much money you donate to people, and what a great guy you are. You are the definition of a douchebag. <laughs> Mark and I actually agree on this. Go figure. Uh, We continued to watch football, moving over to the Cromwell for a little three-card poker while we kept an eye on the games, but without any significant payoffs. By the the time the games were where we were... I think it's we were watching. By the time the games we were watching, it was time for our dinner reservation at Primal Steakhouse. Primal Primal. Steakhouse? Hold on. You mean Prime? No, No. Primal. He explains. Hold on. This restaurant is located off the Strip in a mall area over on South Maryland Parkway. The design and ambiance of the place is impressive, and it has an over-the-top but fun medieval-themed decor Hmm. with lots of candles, suits of armor, and swords on the walls. Hmm. Even the men's room had some interesting designs. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm not even going to ask. I know. I can't, I can't wait to see how the rest of this I, know, I feel like you dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> Apparently, they will let you wear some of the helmets and hold swords for photos, but we did not play around with those. Right. However, I have plenty of photos to send back to my family with my food porn pics. <laughs> Mike ordered the Smoke King's Elixir, co- Elixir Cocktail, which was an old-fashioned served under a smoke-filled dome. It was very cool to watch the smoke pour out as the dome was removed and flourished by the server. And Mike found it delicious. We were very happy with our meal. There were lots of yummy-looking appetizers and salads on the menu, but with the memory of the nachos from earlier still (laughs) taking up a corner booth in our stomachs, we decided to focus on our steaks and a couple of side dishes. I had the 28-ounce porterhouse. Well, okay. Now now we're being ridiculous. And Mike had the 16-ounce smoked New York strip. As with the King's Elixir Old Fashioned, his steak was served under a smoke-filled dome. While visually impressive, he said that it did not seem to significantly enhance the flavor. I wouldn't think so. That said, both of our steaks were delicious and served at the perfect medium. Nice. For sides, we ordered the mac and cheese and the potato gnocchi. Mike liked them, but I found them to just be okay, especially as compared with the steaks. That said, I would definitely go again. Or I would if there were not so many other great steakhouses in Vegas on my list to visit first. Interesting. I haven't heard of this place. Uh, after dinner, we headed back to Rio, but I did not find the same success we had on Friday night. Our $5 Mississippi stud table was now a $10 table, and we both got creamed, giving up our previous profits with interest. We headed back to bed at Bellagio, a little worse for the wear. I woke up Monday morning and went back to the went back down to the poker room. The game was really hitting up for me when, unfortunately, it was time for us to check out and head to the airport for a flight home. Oh, come on. On your desk? Sorry, the cat just threw up on Mark's desk. Oh, no. Oh, we have a cat. He's uh, 17 human years old, and this poor cat... Uh, is just skin and bones. Uh, he just want he 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 doesn't want to die, and, and which is fine. We, we love that he doesn't want to die, but he throws up all the damn time. I mean, all the time. And unfortunately, he doesn't have any of his canine. He's got one remaining canine out of the four canine teeth. Oh, good lord! Uh, so he can't chew hard food anymore. So everything that we have to serve that we give him is 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 soft food. Right. So he gets you know the blue buffalo stuff like that that comes in the can mm-hmm. and um and he'll snarf it right down and then it comes <laughs> and then right back run. up exactly jumps off the table and goes fortunately he will usually throw up like in our foyer areas which is which is wood so it's much much easier to clean, clean up, up than yeah. uh than, than it, when he throws up on the carpeting cat vomit is actually easier to clean well, up well no he was just their, their 17 year old cat that yeah. refuses to die only has one canine left can't chew food and so he eats soft food but then he'll woof down the whole thing and then go to the of course he will and throw, then it, just up, throw yeah. it all yeah. and blast yeah. over yeah. and I mean there are times I kid you not it's like it's like the exorcist <laughs> <laughs> shoots Jesus. out of him wow like I, I can't believe it doesn't like blast him backwards what's his, <laughs> what's his, I, I wanna oh, shit what's his name Jack. Jack. For some reason, Max was sitting my in my head. I'm like, it's not Max, but it's it's another. Okay, it's Jack. Okay. Um, hold on, I want to go back to the fact that he had to leave for his flight home. Yes. Oh, that was a great. Little help. Yeah. The game is really heating up for me. When unfortunately, it was time for us to check out and head to the airport for a flight home. Oh, dude, that sucks. Seriously, you're like in the middle of it. You never leave the table in the middle of a heater. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I mean, I think it's all relative. If he's up $10,000, yeah, maybe you stick around and see how that plays out. If you're up 100 bucks, I'm Alistair didn't what I'm guessing. his trip. Probably have any, yeah. Well, no, Al- Alistair had a good time with his funds, and he's using it to fund his next trip, which is coming up before too long. So Nice. Good for him. All right, we're wrapping up here. Overall, it was a yep. great trip. I had made a $50 karma donation on top of my Patreon membership, and I can honestly say that the 100% guarantee remains intact. <laughs> so thank you. You're welcome, sir. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> there you go, Willie. That's exactly what uh, that's what you signed up for, isn't it? So. All right. I'm so sorry we didn't get a chance to meet up during this visit, but I expect you guys were busy at the When We Were Young Music Festival, so I no wish. worries there. Well. We should have been. Apparently, wind was uh, However, what was too much. For the day that we were supposed to yeah. go didn't work. Wind. 
Uh, on the way out to the airport. It's like I, baseball and rain. Like, oh, it's raining. <laughs> Is it too wet out time for you to play? While we were on the way to the airport, I uh, met some people who told me what a great time it was. Thanks. Just rub it in that we didn't. (laughs) Thank you to Mark, Karen, and Tony for the fantastic podcast, and I hope to see you soon. Tony, if you get a chance and want to come over to Grand Rapids and visit Gun Lake Casino, I promise to keep you well lubricated. (laughs) Read the next sentence, because I've got a dirty (laughs) joke to make. Mark and Karen, if you make it to West Michigan, dinner is on me. So you guys get dinner and I just get lubed up. So (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Take care all, Lad Culbertson. Thank you, Lad. That was an awesome email, man. That was a fun one. It's it's fun to to relive these and that's why I understand, you know, that that these reviews are inherently longer because they're literally sharing with us everything that they did. And it's fun. And I'm I'm honestly so impressed with some of these reviews that we get because it's like I could not go through in that level of detail what you, my I, Vegas I vacations are like. Um, Jerry was doing Jerry it, does making it. notes. He, yeah, yeah, making notes as he goes. I'm like, that's brilliant. Okay, well, we have some we have some puppies now that are, are um, yeah, they're, they're running out of patience. Now they're starting to run out of yep. patience, so we, we need to wrap this up. There so we go. Then I will say that's going to do it for episode number 421. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of these stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to the show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback written or audio like our friends uh, William Trost, Willie Higgins, and Lad Colbertson did, please send that to Mark at 360vegaspodcast.com. She didn't send me feedback. Well, Lacey, oh. didn't, Lacey didn't have anything to say, so we don't have anything to read about. Oh, fair enough, so, fair enough. So, I see where you're going with that. Tony Burke, folks, is find this you. the same Lacey that's our... No, it's uh, not. Hang on, no. is this... I'm at 360 Vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at 360 Vegas Karen. He just told you where to find me, so until next time. Yeah.